You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, definitely not Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but some of our other shows like Cinematic Adventures and MF Uncensored. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and today I am joined by two variants of the multiverse, two hosts that are not supposed to be here, but they are because Ronnie sucks, and I said it. And that is, from Cinematic Adventures, we have Sean. Sean, how are you today? I am wonderful. Ronnie does not suck. I will stand by that to my grave. All right, then. So, we have one co-host that's already wrong. But anyway, we also have, from the YouTube side, our friend BlindBat8719, Brendan. Brendan, how are you today? I'm doing well, Sean. Paul, dang it. Oh, God, it's been the third coffee. No. <laughs> All right. And so many variants. I never know which one I'm talking to. I'm I'm always hosting. We should always be concerned if I'm not hosting. Okay. That stead the episode right now. Whenever it's not gonna get any better than that. Full That's send. Great. Full send right now. Nailed it. But we are glad to be here. We're glad to have some of our other co-hosts jump in and always happy to have Brendan, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> so we're going to change it up today. We're not going to spe- speak specifically on a movie or TV show. We are actually going to do a little topical discussion, a little debate, hopefully, and just something to, you know, kind of just argue with each other because that's what we do here at Multiverse Fancast. We argue. Or just kidding. Actually, Ronnie and I usually have the same opinion. It's weird. But we are going to be talking about some of the best and worst in the superhero casting category. So we're going to be looking at superhero films throughout the entire ages. It can be movies. It can. We can also do some TV shows if we have some actors that jump to mind. And we're going to argue who we think are some of the best and who are some of the worst. We're going to do it as a roundtable discussion. Everybody's going to get a chance to kind of throw a good and a bad out there. We'll discuss and then we'll move on to another one. So we're not just going to bash one actor, Ryan Reynolds, for the entire episode. <laughs> Which is ironic because Ryan Reynolds... Some of them are best and worst. Like some of them have done the both the best of a character and the worst. And Ryan Reynolds is a perfect example. Yes. Like you got your Deadpool, which is awesome, and he nailed it. Then got Green Lantern, which why? Why did it happen? Sad face. But we're gonna go around and I think I will start it off with best casting. I'm gonna throw this out there and I want to hear especially uh Sean's thoughts, and that is Christopher Reeve as Superman. We're going to start off with, I don't want to say an easy one, but just one that when you think Superman, as much as we love Henry Cavill, and I have autographs from Tyler Hecklin and Tom Welling on the wall right now, both in their Superman attire. When you think Superman, Christopher Reeves is just the guy. He comes to mind. He embodied that character in every capacity, every part of him what from his smile to his mannerisms to the way that he spoke to the way he differentiated between superman and clark kent he was perfection the movies themselves after the second one are not perfection however you will you will never see i don't think anybody can actually say a bad thing about christopher reeves as superman so we'll go to brendan first brendan thoughts on christopher reeves superman i think i I think you did hit it on the nail with that because 
anytime somebody gets cast, somebody new gets cast as Superman, they always get compared right away to Christopher Reeves. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you look at, like, say, Batman, nobody really right away compares everybody to Michael Keaton. They sometimes, you know, they jump around more. Or they might change who you're comparing it to, whereas you don't have that issue when it comes to Superman. You get somebody new, they, they cast somebody new. Did they announce that the James Gunn put, is putting into as the new Superman in his new universe? Yeah, they, they announced uh, who's playing Superman in the new uh, Superman Legacy. Do you remember, Sean? Well, they look it up, but they don't oh, know. But yeah, while well, you guys are looking it up, but again, you probably see what's the first thing they probably did. How much is this guy going to be like Christopher Reeves? How much are they, you know, does he look like he's the right height? Like that, how many types people are talking like, you know, how fit was Christopher Reeves for the role and whatnot? So I think, yeah, if, if you have to, if he's the one, the he's the high watermark to everybody else after him has been compared to, you can't say that about a lot of other roles. It's uh, David Sweat. I'm not very familiar with him. He's he's got the look of of Superman, but he it's again you know. we probably won't know who don't really know him that well because they're pro- DC will probably want to do the thing of get a relatively unknown he's who's a good very actor, unknown. so this way he's cheap. And then when you get the movie ten, then he's expensive. Yeah, he Hollywood was his big one. He was in that the Netflix show Hollywood. That was probably his biggest claim to fame around here. Anyway, Sean, thoughts on Christopher Reeve Superman? I mean, we've we've beaten this topic to death in terms, at least I have, I I stand by that I think the original Richard Donner Superman film is the best superhero movie ever made. Without that movie, we are not doing what Marvel and DC are not doing what they do now. That, yeah, it's just, it's, it's probably one of the most iconic casting choices ever because he was an unknown actor. He was literally in on stage. He had not really done any work on film. I mean, he just happened to be found by the director and, you know, it was just one of those lightning in a bottle type things. And there's not much more you really can say about it. It's to me, he is the greatest actor to play that character. No disrespect to the other actors who have played the character. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just not saying they're as good as Christopher Reeve has been, you know, and he is the one that, I mean, honestly, until Henry Cavill, you really, that was it. I mean, you had why am I blanking? Dean Kane on TV. You had Tom Welling on TV. Brandon Routh did his one movie, but he was he was made to look like Christopher Reed. Right. You know, he was cast because he looked like Christopher Reed. So was Tom Welling. Henry Cavill was the first one where it was like, I don't want you to look like Christopher Reed, but you have to kind of embody that character mm-hmm. in what the comics look like, and they did that. So, you know, it, it's. Hands down, I think it's the greatest movie casting in superhero movies of all time. All right. No no, dis- no, no disagreement for me on that. So, ironically, we're starting off at the highest pinnacle. Like, this is perfection. All right. Well, that's an easy, I mean, that's an easy one. Easy one. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I wanted to start off, just kind of set the tone. Let's go, Brendan, a yeah. perfect superhero casting from you. A perfect superhero cast. I was already trying to. I had more trouble trying to figure out who my worst one was. Uh, my favorite superhero you, you casting. You can be your worst one if you want. No, I, I will stick on the positive note. You know, I, 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 I'm gonna go with Captain America, Chris, Chris Evans, Evans. Oh. yeah, because I, I, I feel like he did a great job of embodying what the characters and have that are. I remember watching a video about, kind of talking about like even Offset when you go when they're doing like the the promos and whatnot on the the talk shows, he acts like Steve Rogers mm-hmm. in much the same way that when he's not filming, Robert Downey Jr. acts like Tony Stark would. So I think with Chris Evans, with his arc and everything in the, as Captain America and all those films, I think he ended up 
being the right choice, even though people were like questioning it because he didn't do as well as Johnny Storm the first time around. Right. You know, so I think that that to me, I think is a one that ended up being like one of the better ones that out there. You're like, yeah, that's like, it's hard, so hard now to like see a comic book now of a draw, like a, a comics only like, like the, at the MCU, the ultimate, let's say the ultimate comic version of Captain America. Like that's not how Steve Rogers looks. You know, he's so much of that character. Right. I, I'm going to agree. And I was also, I was of the opposite camp when that first got announced. Sean, Sean remembers. Oh, yeah. That was like, I steadfast. Like, I do not agree with this casting. And it wasn't until we watched the movie The Losers that I was like, okay, I could kind of get behind, you know, Johnny Storm being Captain America, you know, the guy from Not Another Teen Movie being Captain America. So I, I definitely needed to warm up to it. And I was pleasantly surprised. I agree. Like, you know, he doesn't necessarily completely look like Steve Rogers from the comic books, like, you know, traditional blonde haired, blue eyed, you know, type all American boy. But like he embodied the role, like he physically got there and just he he owned the character. It was all him. Like he created that role or he like curated that role towards himself. And he did a great job. Sean, Chris yeah. Evans, thoughts? No, I, I totally agree as much as I it, it's funny looking back and watching just the stark difference between how he is in the Fantastic Four movies and how and what he became in the Captain America movie. Oh, I mean, God, yeah. You know, it's 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 I mean, it's great acting is what it is. And, you know, I remember when his name was bandied around for Captain America, we were all like, how can you cast him? He's already been in a comic book movie. You can't you can't cross. You can't cross you know, the streams. Yeah, cross. I have cross part lines here, guys. You know, come on. There's got to be other people out there who could play this character. And, you know, good thing for Marvel that they stuck to their guns and they cast him because he's the glue. I mean, you could argue Robert Downey Jr. is the glue, but he, I think to me, Chris Evans is what held the Avengers and that this strain of the phase one and phase two of the uh, Marvel movies together because mm-hmm. he was just stoic. He was, you know, the perfect guy to run everything. And even when, you know, he had to be on the opposite side of his friends. I mean, he, you know, he stood fast with what he was doing and it was just very well done. Very well done. All right. Let's, let's rip somebody apart now. Let's talk worse. Oh, superhero. I, I gotta get- oh sorry. Yeah, that's right, Sean. I'm, I got excited. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So I'm going to do, I'm going to do a group here because I think you'll agree with me. Everyone who has been cast as the Joker. What? what? Okay. Hear me out. So you got, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. You Mark Hamill as the voice in the cartoon. You got Heath Ledger and you got Joaquin Phoenix. You cannot argue about Joaquin Phoenix as the character. He's fantastic. <laughs> oh, so, how's Jared Leto fit in there? Oh, shit. I forgot about that. I don't know. We were really confused. <laughs> I forgot about Jared Leto. So that's also I his worst liked casting. him in the movie. He, it was, listen. Well, you're the one that says he was pretty good in the, his little appearance in the, the director's cut. Well, so nobody's seen the air cut. Like it does, it exists. It's very much in the same vein as the Snyder cut. Like it, it exists, and it's a thing. Of the, the original Suicide movie, uh, the original Suicide Squad, yeah. Okay. And it is a completely different movie. Basically, the air cut came out, and then they wanted to make Guardians of the Galaxy. That's why, if you watch the trailers, they're very like Bohemian Rhapsody's playing. It's very Guardians of the Galaxy type. But the original movie was much darker, much bleaker, like, and it connected further into the Justice League stuff. I think at the end of the first movie, originally, Steppenwolf was supposed to appear as the one who was, like, actually controlling Enchantress the whole time. 
And oh. yeah, so and the same thing in in Batman vs Superman in an extended cut, he does appear talking to Lex Luthor. That's how Lex Luthor knew that Darkseid was, you know, or Steppenwolf was coming. So the movie's very like the Joker's an actual abusive monster in the original cut. Like he's he smacks Harley Quinn around, like he he tries to kill her several times. Like it's they romanticize that relationship a lot for the actual theatrical release. But uh, yeah, it's it's a different beast that hopefully one day they do release. I'm surprised they haven't already. But yeah, you know what do I know? I am not. Well, I have to admit, when they first announced that they cast Jared Leto, I was not opposed to it. I actually think Jared Leto is a pretty decent actor. Um, yeah, I think this the script just didn't do him any favors. Oh no. Well, okay, my bad. <laughs> I forgot. I totally forgot about him. I'll be honest with you. That's fine. Most people did, but we'll still we'll still give you the uh, the Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, and Mark Hamill points. Thank you. I won't give you the Joaquin Phoenix points because I, I the more well, I, you don't like the movie in the first place. I did not like the Joker <laughs> movie, and even though the sequel's coming out, I'm still just kind of meh. All right, now let's ruin somebody's life besides Jared Leto's because we just bashed him. <laughs> Terrible superhero casting, and Sean's going to appreciate this one. This is a, a little deeper cut. Seth Rogen as the Green Hornet. Yes. Thank you. God. I wanted to I wanted to like that movie. And I think that the only reason he got it was because he pushed for it. Like he wanted to like he wanted to make the movie, Mm. which is hilarious because now Seth Rogen's behind uh, I think both Invincible Invincible Turtles and the Boys. I definitely the boy Invincible. I don't know, maybe not Invincible, but definitely the boys and and the the new Turtles movie, which is apparently very good. The Mutant Mayhem movie, supposedly it's very good. Okay, but um, yeah, like now he's got a good superhero resume. But oh my god, that movie came out and it just the movie sucked. He was poorly cast. Like they they went more on the goofy Seth Rogen side. Like don't get me wrong, he like he slimmed down for it and he definitely put everything into it, Mm. but. You can't fix a bad script and just poor casting. That that combination, it doesn't matter how much passion you have, it's not going to last. Any thoughts, Seth Rogen? I, I don't disagree. I, I have not seen that movie since we saw it in theaters and probably never will watch it ever again. Yeah, it's rough. There's like there's like one or two moments that I chuckle at, but for the most part, it is just a rough movie. All right, Brennan, terrible superhero casting. Hit me. That's I'm I'm still racking my brain, I guess. The ones that popped, I mean, if I'm going to go for an easy cop out, you could argue might be... I would go with Keanu Reeves as Constantine. Besides the hair color change, from what I understand, like he's they made the the whole thing as not. I don't know. That's the one I'm going with. Because I think maybe the hair is not the right color. <laughs> I guess because it's, it's, I just can't think of someone where I'm like I'm never really good at judging what something's obviously bad or really bad. And I'm trying to rack my brains like what was obviously really bad choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's another one I'm debating about, but I'm like. I haven't actually seen the movie, the live action version of this thing, because most live action adaptations of comic book or comic properties are just poor choice in casting in the most play, I feel mm-hmm. like. But yeah, I'm going to go with Keanu Reeves being, you know, didn't have the right swagger. I think he he had the brooding part right for that. But if you look compared to like the Matt Ryan version, you know, there's a little more of a cocksureness to him. And it's like, you know, and like, yeah, no, I get out of this. And he'll just weasel his way out of it mm-hmm. with his magical luck powers and whatnot. <laughs> All right. I I mean, I like the Keanu Reeves Constantine movie enough just because I'm a fan of the character. But yeah, he does not. They could have called it anything else and it would have been the same. I do like the movie as well. I just think maybe he wasn't the right, yeah. exact right choice. Shawnee? I can't really speak to it. I'll be honest. I have not seen the Keanu Reeves Constantine movie. I know Paul is a big fan of that one. Obviously, the character in its own, it, he loves. So I really can't speak to it, but. That was kind of during Keanu Reeves's, you know, down period. Like, really, he really wasn't 
as big of a name as he used to be. So I don't know, if, you know, that was a reason why they cast him or not. But I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta end up watching that movie. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you want to do a movie now? I'll watch that with you. But what's a what's a casting choice that you're gonna bash? Uh, I mean, I could go easy and pretty much everybody in Batman and Robin, or I could like, you know, I'm trying to think of like one that's, you know, a little more fun to talk about. And I'm trying to gauge who would be the best one to do. I mean, one sec, probably going to go with Ben Affleck as Daredevil. Oh, yeah. All right. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's Uh, another movie that I kind of, I don't hate it. But again, he was just strictly cast as being Ben Affleck. He just added nothing to that role, in my opinion. That's fair. And like the movie's fine-ish. Like we did an episode about why why they both that and Electra suck. Electra's just bad. Yeah, Daredevil had the bones of a decent movie somewhere in there, and there there is a director's cut which is a little bit better. But uh, yeah, for the most part, I'll, I'll give it to you. As much as I love Ben Affleck, and I do think he's a great Batman, he. Sean rolled his eyes. I'm surprised you didn't say Ben Affleck is Batman. No, I wasn't sure. You know, just had a stroke. But anyway, but for me, like I, I can get behind Ben Affleck as as Batman still, and I'll still defend that. But as Daredevil, it's hard to defend. It's hard to defend that movie in general. Like this, the suit looks fine for the most part. But and Colin Farrell just eats up the scenery. You can't go wrong with Colin Farrell. I love him so much. But uh, all right, let's see. Another really good one. I don't. I'm trying to stay away from like the big ones, like your, your Hugh Jackman, your, your Robert Downey Jr. I got one to throw at you. I think because I was just thinking about this when I, th- or I, th- when I heard Colin Firth. I'm like, wait, there's another Colin that was pretty good in a superhero esque movie. And I think it was Colin Firth and King and Kingsman. I I can get behind that. I wasn't. That's a solid one. I like I, that. Yeah, I wasn't a big. I wasn't. Like, I didn't know the comics per se. And unfortunately, like the most recent movie, The King's Man was so bad. Oh, no. Oh, God, it was rough. Like the more I, I thought about it, like I, we watched that movie in its entirety in the theater. Then I tried to sit down and watch it again recently. I was like, this is just really bad. And it makes zero sense continuity wise. Like I just remember when I saw the first one, because I think Colin first was more so either being a, rom- a romantic lead or a serious role. Because I think he just did the King's Speech recently before mm-hmm. that. It makes it really confusing when you talk about his movies. And I was like, oh, wait, he's kind of playing a little more goofballish action hero thing that I wouldn't I wouldn't peg him for playing a role like that. Right. And he, he slimmed down. He got into great shape for it. Like, And he did a lot of his own stunts. I, I know Sean's a big Colin Firth kind of guy. I love Colin Firth. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, the Kingsman movies, the first two are really good. The first one's the best. Okay. The second one is still really good, and I'm glad they brought him back, but it just... Yeah, it wasn't necessarily like the better movie. I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird franchise. Is that another movie you think that Ronnie would say that Channing Tatum got because of his good looks? Oh yeah, thousand <laughs> percent. He's actually pretty funny in it, and I don't know why everybody's being so mean. All right, let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick. A, I want to pick a good one, and I, like I said, I want to stay away from some of the biggest ones, like. I don't know. It, it's tough for me. Like, you know what? I'll go. I'll go with. Uh, actually, I'm going to go with a TV casting. I'm going to go with Grant Gustin as the Flash. Oh, Grant Gustin took that. Like, as much as I wanted to like the movie, I wanted to like Ezra Miller as the Flash. I really wanted to, guys. I did. I did. I walked into that movie excited, and I wanted to see it. 
oh god, I was so disappointed. And I still say one of the biggest gripes of that movie is they did not take advantage of the fact that they had a well-established and popular Flash that could have cameoed. And say what you will about the show, the show had a lot of ups and downs, like a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> but for the most part, Grant Gustin was never the problem. He he embodied the character. He was always just like optimistic and you know he was he was more like the superman of that of the arrowverse in that regards like where he was like the the hopeful optimist with yeah. all the superpowers and the you know lantern yeah <laughs> and oliver queen was more, i was gonna go with oliver queen but uh, he he had to Stephen amell had to grow into that role unfortunately grant gustin already had some pretty solid acting chops and he i hate to say it he took off running but <laughs> yeah so i'm i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with some grant gustin on that one and thoughts? Anybody? I know. No, I think I'm the oh, only one that's. Wa- yeah, I'm the only one that's watched the whole show. I think also he, I think his performance is definitely raised after we saw just the hot mess that the movie was, and 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 the whole Ezra Miller experience. Because I remember when that when the movie was just coming out and the whole stuff was going on with him. Yeah, you know, that's when everybody came out of the woodworks going like, "Oh, we had Grant Gustin here, and we didn't do anything with him." And I'm like. Mm-hmm. Guys, this Ezra Miller's been basically cast as a character for five years. I've never heard anyone bitch this much until now. Yeah. All right, Brendan, you got an iconic one, a good one that you really like? Well, I was saying, I just said Colin Firth. I think about somebody else. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So, Sean, you got anybody you you want to exalt? I'm trying to go back a little ways, and I'm going to go with Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Ooh, that's a good one. Solid. Very solid. Yeah. The Tim Burton version of the penguin he works in. Now, if he were to be the Colin Farrell penguin that we got in the Batman, I don't think it would have been as good. But the the mutant character we got in Batman Returns, I thought Danny DeVito was really cast. Oh, yeah. I, I can't. I can't argue that one. As much as I do like Colin Farrell as Oz, it's a different type of movie. It really is. And like Danny DeVito just melts into that role and just, he looks, he looks horrifying in that movie. Like that was the stuff of nightmares for, for kids. But yeah, I remember that. Oh, all right. Let's pick a, an act, a casting choice that we hated. You ready, Sean? Cause we always talk about how we want to do this movie. Shaquille O'Neal as steel. God, if you have not watched steel, steel is probably, I, I rewatched it. I think it's on max and I rewatched it recently. And Oh my God, the 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 dad jokes in that are on t- on par with the cold jokes in Batman, Batman and Robin. Robin. Like the <laughs> he actually says at one point, "It's hammer time." <laughs> I kid you not. Like I would rather watch Kazam than watch than watch Steel. Like it's just oh, it's, it's painful. He's a terrible actor. They basically just they wanted somebody with some name recognition because it, he was. Steel was a C-list character, even though this was in, in the 90s. This was the, the time where Superman had died and had now just come back. And like Steel was an established character in the comics. But, oh, my God, they, they could have hired so many other people to, to take that role. But woof, is it just bad. And I know, Sean, you've never seen Steel. No, I saw it when I was a kid. I, I don't remember much about it, though. And, and only until recently, you couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, thank now God for HBO Max. I mean, again, I, 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 it's 
I don't know. I feel like, again, going back to the lens of a kid who watched at the time, it was just a fun movie where something bad happened to the protagonist in the beginning of the movie. They had to reinvent themselves a little bit. And then they go out and get the guy who wronged him in the first place and they beat them up. Like, that's a, a storyline that any eight year old boy is going to watch and be like, hey, it's Shaq. Because, you know, after like Michael Jordan, like, like Shaq is up there with a list of people you think in terms of sports in the 90s. I mean, mm-hmm. you would probably, maybe, I mean, I feel like Shaq would be above like Patrick Ewing, Malone, uh, and like John Stockton. Like, who else was up after Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman? Yeah, it was Shaq, and Shaq was like mid 90s, late 90s, but yeah, he was behind Jordan and Pippen. But he had, I mean, it was him and Penny Hardaway. Those were, were like, the, they were they were just as big of a duo as that, but oh my God. His, his little streak of movies there were was was just. Uh, it was painful. It was painful. <laughs> Even his cameo in Good Burger was painful to watch. Still better than the Good Burger. Good Burger Two. They they tried to reenact. They try and reenact that scene, and it was with they instead of just casting a celebrity to cameos themselves, they cast a celebrity to play another like a character in the movie. And I was like, uh, why? All right, Brendan, do you have another really crappy one? I think I'm just going to go with this one because I guess more of the. <clears throat> I think it being like, I think it came out in 2021 or the culture and sensitivity of it was like Scarlett Johansson as Major Kusanagi in Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. <clears throat> Mo- again, I, Scarlett Johansson's an amazing actress. I think she probably did a great job with the role. And I will admit, I haven't seen the film yet because, again, it's where it fell into that trap of a live action adaptation of an animated project. Usually they miss the point of it and they just go by name recognition alone. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in, you know, in this day and age, you. You can have a non-white person lead a role, especially as you know, as popular as Major Kusanagi, and you know they can do well with it. They could sell out the thing, make somebody else, you know, maybe make another character have be the big name recognition in some regard, you know. But like, I think that was one that they had a missed opportunity to find the next Michelle Yeoh. I mean, Michelle was, Yeoh. Yeah, thank you, Michelle Yeoh. To, for example, to be the next generation, you know, of leading actresses you know, and whatnot. So I think that was something they definitely, they try, they try, they were trying to make the story work. Oh, it could be anybody. And you can make that argument. But if at, at this point, there are certain properties that they've been around so long that to make a change to that person, character's identity in some regards, you you might as well just call people, you are going to cause outrage among the fans. And you might as well just take the time to try to create a unique character mm-hmm. than just do like, oh, carbon copy, but I'll change the last name and, you know, maybe, you know, give him a little suntan. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you got to stop doing stuff like that. Sean, a character that you hated casting wise? Oh, that was the <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique. Ooh, hot take. I just, she was overrated. I just, except for the first movie, I just felt like she really didn't add much to the uh, the franchise. Wow. All right. Yeah. I'm, but, uh, it, it, you know, watching the Dark Phoenix movie and she literally gets killed five minutes. Oh, yeah. I'm like, thank you. Well, she was done with the franchise. Like after the second movie, she, she openly was like, I don't want to do this anymore, but I'm on contract. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's the thing. She, she, and then I'll be honest and she hasn't done anything really of, substance you know in a while so yeah but that that was one that i liked it in the first movie and then kind of as you went on but as with all those x-men movies after first class they just kind of went downhill 
I still love my... Days of Future Past. I know you're not a, a bigger fan. No, I, no, Days of Future Past was fun. Yeah. Yeah, Sean's not a big fan of it. All right, we got time for one more good, one more bad each. All right, so start thinking because I have a fun bad one that Sean's going to argue with me. But let me do one okay. one last good one because I've done a lot of DC. I'm going to do a Marvel. And this is a an interesting one because I don't like the prop. I don't like the show, but I love the casting. And that's John Barenthal as Frank Castle, a.k.a. The Punisher. Oh. John Barenthal is one of those actors that I, 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 he's not like, he doesn't get his due very often and he's really good. Like, but he, he's good in, he does a lot of small roles. Like he was in Baby Driver and The Wolf of yep. Wall Street for yep. like a, he's in both those big movies that do really well. And he's in it for like a total of 10 minutes, both those movies. And I love every minute that he's in. So He's one of those actors that can be funny. He can be dramatic. He can be a tough guy. He can, you know, do all that stuff. So I, I really do enjoy him. And he, as much as I, I wasn't a big fan of the Punisher show per se, but the second season I liked much better than the first season, but he, uh, he kills it and he really does a great job. The scenes of him and Daredevil are fantastic. So I, I'm a big fan. Do you want, I'm going to do my bad one too. So I'll do a good and a bad, and then you guys can too. And here's my bad one. I want to hear Sean's thoughts. Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin in Iron Man three. <laughs> I will stand on that hill. I I get it. I get why some people thought it was funny and all that stuff. And some people really do enjoy the Mandarin twist, and then they make fun of it in Shang Chi. But oh my god, when they did that, that would be like if the Joker. When that purple accent comes up, I just remember Paul going like, I, I, that would be like if in the, towards the end of Batman, Joker wipes off his, his face makeup and he's like, just kidding. I'm actually Alfred the whole time. Wait, what? Like, oh, that, I hate that comic joke as well. I, I've seen that in the comics. I'm like, that's terrible. I like for me as I'm not even like the biggest Mandarin fan. Like I was never like a Mandarin purist, but or not even an Iron Man. Like I, I'm like a lot of kids. I I knew of Iron Man growing up, but the movies are what made him popular. Like he was yeah. a C-list character. Same with, and he had C-list villains. But yeah. yeah, it was for for the fans. It was it was a rough, rough kind of casting. But I love Ben Kingsley. I really do. And you can put him in a movie, and I'll enjoy it. But yeah, I'm not a not a big fan of that choice. All right, Brendan, a good and a bad to to close it out. You got me a little bit inspired there. So I'm actually going to pick for what was a great one. I think it was end up being a great surprise. Stephen Ewan as Glenn Ree from Walking Dead. Okay. All right. That's a, that's a comic you book know. property. That's right. Yeah. So I thought that was, here's, you know, it's like, again, he started out as a nobody in the character, but then to see him grow and he just kept getting better and better, you know, they, they kind of played with the character a little too much near in, in the last season with that one. But I thought that was a, a really surprising choice. Surprising. I just thought it ended up being something that it was a bet they made and it paid off really well in that show. So I think that would be one that I would say was a pretty, ended up being a really great choice casting in terms of bad. Again, I've, I, my problem is I usually love everything I see for the most part. And I, it's hard for me to find the bad in anything. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I have nothing for you for right now. I'm going to kick it over to Sean. If I think of something, I'm sorry, Sean, for cutting down on your time there, but uh, (laughs) I'll give me a little more time to think of something bad. Maybe. All right. Sean. For my my good, and Paul will definitely agree with me on this, Michael Rosenbaum as Lex Luthor. Ooh, yeah, good one. Arguably the best Lex Luthor I think we've seen in 
any property. Maybe, you know, again, if you like Gene Hackman, which I do, I enjoy Gene Hackman's take on the character, but we agree. We don't care for Kevin Spacey. We don't care for Jesse Eisenberg. You've grown on John Cryer, correct? Yeah, I I did enjoy what they did with him. And then Superman and Lois had another actor. Another guy who was a very good actor. Played Abraham, I think, in The Walking Dead, the redhead. Oh yes, I forget his name, but he he did a very he was very menacing in, in Superman and Lois. But for the seven years that Michael Rosenbaum was on Smallville, I mean, you and me would converse and just be like, "Wow, this guy is just Michael Kuditz is the is the actor really good." Too. I mean, like so, he was so perfect at you know one second being just that nice guy who you know you could trust to have your back, and on a dime he turns into this egomaniacal you know just sociopath. And he just, you just watch this character go from beginning to end and become this, you know, maniacal evil genius. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really was a great character arc because I remember when that show first came out, it was like, Alex oh, Luther is Clark's friend. And we're just like, what? What? How is that going to work? Um, but it, they, they did a great job with that. In terms of bad casting, I'm going to go with Katie Holmes as Rachel Dawes and. Batman Begins. Ooh. I mean, like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. give you that one. Just she added nothing to that. And I'll be honest, Maggie Gyllenhaal, in my opinion, didn't do much better in Dark Knight either. I just thought that character was just poorly written and just kind of got annoying, you know, very quickly. That so, either or, I could I take it or leave it on both of them as that character. All right, Brandon, you got anything else before we close it out? He's got his thinking face on. For those of you guys who don't know, yeah. No, ben Affleck is Batman. Shut up. Shut up, ben Sean. Affleck. No, I love Ben Affleck as Batman. I thought he was really good with that one. Shut up, Sean. You're in the minority here. Shut up. Nope, I'm sorry. I didn't do the homework for three. I only did homework for two. Oh, <laughs> All right, well, no worries. We hope you guys enjoyed having a, a little bit of variety on the show, even though, you know, they didn't bring much to the table. That's fine. You know, Sean, shut up. But anyway, that is going to wrap us up for today. Don't forget, if you guys are looking for more of our content, you can check out our website, themisfitfaction.com. You can also find links to all of our other shows. Like if you want more Sean, Cinematic Adventures, that's the place to go. If you want more me talking to random people, MF Uncensored, and of course, our good friend Brendan's on there for his YouTube channel if you're into Magic the Gathering. So make sure you guys check out all of that on our website. We also have news, reviews, articles, and more there. And we're on all the social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, whatever it is. Just type in the Multiverse Fancast or Misfit Faction, and odds are you'll find some of our stuff. But that is going to wrap us up for today. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Brendan. And I'm not Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash. Oh, Ronnie's not here. See ya. (laughs) Nailed it.